Net proceeds from our show, Sports Medicine Weekly, go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the liveactivenow.org fund. I'm Steve Cashel, your Chicago Bulls radio host and co-host here of Sports Medicine Weekly, joined by Dr. Nick Verma this week. He's the head team physician for the Chicago White Sox, also for Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, Rush University Medical Center, and he specializes in shoulders, knees, and elbows as orthopedic surgeon and subbing this week for Dr. Brian Cole. Did you get your flu shot yet, Dr. Verma? I did get my flu shot. You know, as, as a healthcare professional, we actually have a requirement that all uh, employees within the hospital or the medical center are, are immunized. And that's simply because we come into contact with so many patients, patients that are sick. So basically, we, you know, we do it to protect ourselves, but we also do it to protect other patients so that we're not passing along uh, disease. I always want to ask a doctor, all right, so you're going to see uh, a number of patients and someone comes in, you know they're under the weather, right? They're sneezing, they're coughing, they're yep. wheezing, the whole thing. <laughs> you you don't go in with a, uh, a mask on, right? Yeah, I think, you know, especially if you suspect uh, somebody has the flu, yeah. um, that's what you would do. Now, really? generally, as an orthopedic surgeon, people who have the flu don't show up in my office, okay. but you can imagine that people with the flu go to their regular doctor yeah. to, to help get better. And right. so those doctors do go into those rooms with... Um, with protection on to to try to avoid contracting the the virus. I have a funny story about that quickly. I, I remember I had a case of poison ivy and it was on my hand and I knew the doctor. I hadn't seen him in a long time. So he comes in, he shakes my hand. Yeah. He goes, what's your problem, Steve? I said, poison ivy. He goes, no, why'd you shake my hand? I'll never forget that. But he laughed, we laughed and uh, he, wa- he, he washed his it. hands and no, he never got it. That was good. Well, let's bring on our next guest here. He is from um, Rush at Munster. Indiana. We're going to talk about cold flu prevention and also um, sports exercise restrictions when you are sick. Dr. Jack Nicholas. I love your name, Dr. Jack. Being a golfer, now it's spelled differently than the uh, gentleman who's won 18 majors, but you you spell your last name N-I-C-K-L-E-S-S, but uh, common misconception, right? That's correct. Uh, Similar name. Uh, The golf game is not anywhere near similar. So how many times do you, you play in one of these scrambles? And they said, we're playing with Jack Nicholas today. It's more of a publicity thing, I think. I kind of ride out other people's coattails there. So uh, my golf game isn't that great. <laughs> I would expect it to be that way, right? Hey, thanks for joining us here on Sports Medicine Weekly. So um, we're going to start right with this, Dr. Jack. Uh, what are some good general cold and flu prevention reminders? Yeah, so similar to what you touched on, uh, hand hygiene. That's probably one of the uh, the most common things that can help prevent the spread of flu. So you can really track illness from touching door handles or lifting weights in the gym. So you really want to make sure that you're washing your hands frequently or using hand sanitizers. Um, the other thing is exercising. Regular, moderate intensity exercise can help boost the immune system and help keep you healthy throughout the flu season. And finally, as, uh, as Nick Verma touched on, you want to make sure that you're getting your flu vaccine. This really helps prevent the spread of disease and, and protect you during the flu season. So, Jack, along those lines, uh, you know, I get a lot of patients that come into the office um, or uh, players that ask us uh, about flu vaccines, and their concern is, well, I don't want to take it because I'm just going to get the flu. Can you talk about the risk of actually of actually getting the flu related to getting a flu shot, and how effective are they in preventing somebody from getting the flu? Yeah, it's a great question. So. Uh, getting the flu from the flu vaccine is a very common misconception. Uh, you cannot, in fact, get the flu from the flu vaccine. 
What happens with the vaccines is they're uh, created by weakened or killed viruses. So your body does have an immune response. So patients can get some very mild muscle aches, low-grade temperatures, really just not feel well for a couple of days. But those symptoms are extremely mild compared to getting the actual flu. So the, uh, the, the risks and the, the benefits are you know, not even close. So definitely get your flu vaccine. Uh, in terms of actual side effects, uh, there's, there's very few side effects that should prevent you from getting the flu vaccine. And one of those is a severe reaction to the vaccine or one of the ingredients. So if you have trouble breathing after getting the vaccine or uh, tongue swelling, things like that, that would be one uh, reason to prevent you from getting the vaccine. He is a sports medicine specialist and shoulder specialist from Rush in Munster, Indiana. Okay, so people want to know this, uh, Dr. Jack. If we do get sick with flu symptoms, when should you see a doctor against, you know, just using drugstore remedies? Sure. So if you're having severe symptoms, uh, fevers, severe muscle aches, you can't keep any fluids down, that's the time when you want to go see your primary care doctor as soon as possible. There are medications that you can use to treat flu symptoms which help decrease the uh, severity of symptoms and help decrease the duration of symptoms. But those medications are best used within 48 hours of the symptom onset. So you really want to get to the doctor as quickly as possible. Now, if the symptoms are more mild, a uh, little sinus congestion, mild cough, certainly you can use over-the-counter uh, medications and remedies, but it never hurts to check in with your primary care doctor and make sure that those medications are safe for you to be taking. Jack, the other thing that uh, that I think happens is that people don't really understand what is really the flu, right? Every time you get sick, you've got a runny nose or a cough. People say, I'm down with the flu. But the flu is a very specific virus that causes severe illness and really uh, can have a risk of even mortality, meaning death, in certain individuals that are high risk, that is young individuals, um, children under three, or uh, older individuals. Can you talk specifically about what what is, in fact, the flu and how does it differ from just your common cough or cold? Sure. So the, the common cough or cold, uh, there's many, many viruses that, that can cause that. And those symptoms are relatively mild in comparison to, to what the flu can, uh, can cause. Uh, the flu is uh, a, a variation of multiple strains of a, a specific virus that can affect the body. And it really puts those who have uh, lower immune systems at risk. So people who have asthma, diabetes, or other medical conditions uh, can be at a higher risk for uh, complications due to the flu. Uh, so that, like you had mentioned, the flu can cause significant complications and is a, uh, causes a large number of hospitalization or even ICU admissions per year. So uh, mortality is something that we, we certainly try to prevent and is one of the major reasons for getting the flu vaccine. It's certainly nothing to take lightly, I think, is the take-home message for people who may have the real flu. Visiting with Dr. Exactly. Jack... Visiting with Dr. Jack Nicholas, and also our guest uh, host this week is Dr. Nick Verm. I'm Steve Cashel at Sports Medicine Weekly. Question for both you gentlemen. All right, so we've all felt crummy at times, and yet I, I, I enjoy working out. I never do on the weekends, really, because my kid's sports, but uh, if I can go four or five days a week, I will. And we always talk about or hear about, hey, I'm feeling crummy today. Well, if I'm not in bed, sometimes the workout makes you feel better. So, Dr. Nick, I'll start with you. I, I, is that do you suggest that? I mean, I, I know there's different cases. You know, if you're feeling horrible with fever, stay out of the gym. But sometimes, you know, those little cold or something. If you go in a sauna, if I get a good run or something, you know, I won't go the full 
45, 60 minutes, or maybe something you typically do. But if you can get a nice little 20 minutes in and get a sweat going, that could be a positive on your body, right? Yeah, no question, Steve. I <clears throat> I agree with you that if I, I have a you know a minor cough or cold type symptoms, um, I think a workout often helps you feel a little bit better, more reinvigorated, so to speak. There are some absolutes, and I think um, um, Dr. Nicholas can help us with that. You know, this comes up for us in the training room situation, right? You've got a guy who's got a 7 p.m. game, and uh, we've got to make a decision. Is it safe for him to play? Uh, either A, is he physically able to play, and then B, is it safe for him to play? So, Jack, help us to understand what are kind of the absolutes in terms of when athletic participation should be restricted based on symptoms. Sure. That, that can be a really difficult decision to make since there's not very firm guidelines on that. The really two firm guidelines that we do go off of are if a, an athlete is having active fevers, they should not be participating in any sports. Uh, the fever can increase your metabolic demand, increase your resting heart rate, and increase your, your cardiopulmonary uh, demands, which really puts you at risk. So you uh, should certainly avoid uh, exercise if you're having fevers. The other reason to avoid exercise would be if you're unable to stay hydrated. So if you're having uh, nausea, vomiting, uh, diarrhea, and you can't keep up with your fluids, uh, you should certainly rest and uh, not be participating in sports or exercise activities. Do you guys have a rule, Dr. Nick, with White Sox players getting flu shots or, or something, you know, some immunization or something before the season? We don't have a rule per se, but it's offered to all of our athletes. Okay. You know, fortunately for us, our, most of our season exists outside of the uh, of the typical flu season, so to speak. Right. Um, but but we do encourage we we check all of our vaccination status on all of our athletes for the typical things that all of us are vaccinated for as we're younger. It becomes a bigger issue when we have players coming in from other countries, um, particularly South American countries, where vaccinations may not be available at young ages. So we've got to always confirm that they've had appropriate vaccinations, and if they haven't, they get updated. Uh, but we do. We give the flu shot to all of our athletes or at least offer it to them and help educate them regarding what are the benefits. And I would I would guess, especially with the Bulls being a, a winter sport, um, that they would do the same things there as well. Guys in Cuba, do they get the flu shot? I don't <laughs> Have know they the, ever had it before, I wonder? Well, it's not the flu shot so much as many of those guys will come over and not had all of the normal vaccines that we have yeah. as, as, a, you know, as a child. Right. And so we are sometimes doing vaccines that you would typically do on a, on a five-year-old on an uh, adult athlete because they just haven't had it based on the country they've come from. Wow. Dr. Jack, you uh, echo that? I do. That's uh, something that we always try to look out for when we're covering professional sports teams in particular. When you're getting athletes from other countries, you certainly want to make sure uh, that you're checking up on that to uh, help protect the athlete and help protect the team as well. Great stuff. Dr. Jack Nicholas from Rush University Medical Center, Munster, Indiana. Hey, thanks so much for uh, helping us out today, uh, Dr. Jack, on, uh, here for Sports Medicine Weekly. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. All righty. We're back with more after this. Stay with us. And still ahead, we're going to have our Ask the Doctor segment, always a staple of the show. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly, only on 670 The Score.